0: The Shi'ur Tanya for the first day of Shvat, Rishchayi Shvat, Alef Shvat, begins an um, Amud forty in the, with the words of Bebeni Yesh until Amud Chaf Aleph, uh, with the words ends with Yaiser Merigilase, and we're in the middle of Perik Tezvav. So we learned uh, before that the difference between a tzaddik and a beinuni is that a tzaddik has already uh, gotten rid of his uh, nefesh abahamis and he is already done with his war with the Ra and that's why it's a description uh, like a a person who's already accomplished it, like a Chochem or a king who has already become a tzaddik because of his accomplishment and it does not require the present effort and struggle as opposed to a Beinuni who is uh, currently struggling with um, achieving um, and not allowing uh, his nefesh abraham is to expand into his machshava Dibur and maise, and therefore he is called an Ovid elikim when the pas when the posik talks about an Ovid elikim uh, we are referring to a Beinuni who is presently in the level of serving Hashem because he is presently working and struggling to the service of Hashem but. In this itself, in the Beneni level itself, there is also two levels. There is a level of Oyved Elikim, and there is a level of Asher uh, Loy Avodei, a person who is not serving Elikim. Now as the Gemara in Chikige says, that also the person that is Loy Avodei isn't talking about a person who, God forbid, is not serving Hashem in the literal sense, meaning that he is uh, like an evil person. But the Gemara explains over there that the loyavodei means that he is not exerting the extra effort as the Gemara gives there the example that one who recites his study hundred times is considered a, not a servant of God one who recites it hundred and one time is considered a servant of God as the Alta Rebbe will explain later on but we see of course he is reciting it hundred times of course he's not a Rasha he's a he's doing he's learning the only thing is the reason why we call him loy avoda is because his service is an effortless service it's a service which comes easy for him as opposed to the service of the which is a service which requires a struggle and a battle to overcome so we see nevertheless that within the Benuni itself there is two, two types, two categories one who has to battle and one who doesn't have to battle. So he's definitely not a tzaddik. We're not talking about a tzaddik. A tzaddik doesn't have to battle because he got rid of his desires and it's no longer there. The Bainani has the Nefeshah Bahamis in full, but within a Bainani itself, there are various types of Nefeshah Bahamis. There is a type of a nefesh Bahamis which requires the person to constantly battle and that's called an and there's a type of a which is a low maintenance which is a low key which naturally isn't inclined to push so strong that the person should need to have a major war in order to subdue it but it is enough just for the person's just usual service without having to battle and he can sort of go on and do his service to Hashem and protect his to follow and be a vehicle for the Nefesh alikis and not for the Nefesh HaBahamis and uh, and these are the two uh, Madreges which the POSIX talks about when an Oivet and Le'Avode and that's why we also say as we will see that when he studies an extra time, more than the hundred times that they were used to in those days, that extra effort turns him into an Ovid elikim because that is something which is difficult for him, because it's more than the accustomed to, that he was accustomed to, that's why that would make him into an Ovid Alikim, so we'll learn inside now. Within the beni itself, there are two levels. One who is considered service a servant of God, which is as we learned before. Presently, he serves; he has to struggle. But there is also one who doesn't serve. Doesn't mean a yetsarhora. Doesn't mean a rasha. He is not an evil the fact that he doesn't have to battle with the Yetzir Horeh, Loi means he's not struggling, but he's not a Russia, but he doesn't have to fight with the Yetzir But he's definitely not giving in to the Yetzir It doesn't mean Loyavode is as in simple as the Gemara explained, as mentioned before. ovarmiyomov shum avedekala. For this person who is Loyavodi hasn't even transgressed even a light Aver, of course not a more serious offense, but he hasn't done any Averis. That is as far as the prohibitions, but Vegam kiyom kolam mitzviz she'af she'leh He also has fulfilled all the mitzvahs that he has the possibility to fulfill them. Uh, of course, not everybody can do all the mitzvahs because none of the mitzvahs don't apply to, to, to every person. There's per- mitzvahs for kahanim, there's mitzvahs for levim, there's mitzvahs for kings, there's mitzvahs in the Neresis royal, there's mitzvahs that are connected to the Beis Amikdosh. So the person, though, has done all the mitzvahs that he couldn't do, that he has the possibility he's done. And also with Salmut Torah And not only has he done all the mitzvahs, but he's also done the mitzvah of learning Torah which is equal to all other mitzvahs always the Alta Rebbe mentions the learning of Torah uh, because the learning of Torah is a mitzvah that is required by Yoimon Velayla, and this is something which is very difficult to really fulfill. But the Beiruni, who hasn't done any Aveda also fulfills this mitzvah. Al mentions it specifically that Visamut Torah, which is connected Kulam, which is equal to all mitzvahs, he also does that constantly. Vilei Pume Megirsa, and his mouth doesn't cease from studying Torah. So, He's definitely not a Russia, but he's doing everything properly. But we're still referring to him as Loya He's not serving Hashem. Why is he not serving Hashem? Elo shum milchama im The thing is that he's not called a servant Hashem because he doesn't wage any war with his inclination to overpower it. Now we learned before that in order to the person to overpower the Yetzir Hara, so he says that, that he needs the Azer of Hashem, Lahatzil Nafshe, as the brought up from the Posik before that means that Hashem helps him to overcome his Yetzir. And he learned before that that special Ezer is in the form There is the light of the Hashem that lights on the godly soul. The godly soul which is in the Person's head and the brain—that's the the, uh, the place where the uh, the stands. Hashalit al kaniskalil. The mayach dominates the heart, as mentioned before. That is by nature, and you have the oir havaya, which we said that there's a yisra yisrein ha'oir mitoych ha'choishach. There's an advantage of light over darkness that the Ebrister gives. Hashem gives this light, the nefesh alikis, that this natural control of the shalit, the meyich shaltel alev, he gets the light of Hashem, so that he can have the yisre na oir metoich that the maat oir is doich hahar and that it goes with v'derech v'meleh. So, that way, the person that I've explained before, the beynuni, uh, can overcome but this individual doesn't need that battle and doesn't need that extra help because the person that doesn't need that Why because his inclination uh, his Yetzer this temptation doesn't stand the opposite for him to uh, take him away from his learning and from his service. He's not tempted to go away from Torah Bo'edah. And he doesn't have to wage war with him, with the claw at all. Now that seems almost like we're talking about a Tzadik, but here we're saying, no, this is a Baderli. A Tzadik doesn't have to wage war, because a Tzadik doesn't have to wage war, because he doesn't have his Nefshah but here he doesn't have to wage war it is Kigoi like for example in this case he's aini Kigoi for example this person is naturally a uh, diligent in his studies he is naturally he likes to study from his birth that nature is Al yidei by having the uh, the mother of Shekheidev. the black gall there's a black gall and there's a white gall the uh, white spleen or the black spleen um, these are um, uh, it's known that when the uh, white spleen it dominates the person then the person is uh, naturally um, more uh, active, hyper, but if it's the Marash Chayda, that is, the black spleen dominates the person, then the person has a natural uh, tendency to uh, be more diligent and more uh, tentative, so this guy has a Ticbeides, Marash Chayda, he has that black Mara that is overpowers him naturally, so he doesn't have to fight in order to diligently study Torah the whole time. Likewise, Also, he has no battle from uh, desires uh, related to women. Because he is called naturally. So, the thoughts of sin and relationships that are uh, prohibited those thoughts, he doesn't have to wage war with them because he's cold blooded and he is not tempted. And likewise, he doesn't have to put an effort in the other, the other delights of this world. Um, he doesn't have to battle because He naturally lacks that uh, feeling, that sensitivity to these things. So this particular person, in order to overcome, not to get dragged in and drawn down by these different battles, to study Torah and not to think prohibited thoughts and other pleasures of the world, he doesn't need. He doesn't require. He doesn't need to meditate so much on the greatness of Hashem. So so then he would create from his understanding ruach das a spirit of knowledge. And uh, fear of Hashem in his mind through this meditation, and that will help him to protect him, not to violate a prohibition because of the uh, of his understanding and the fear of Hashem, not to do something which is prohibited. He doesn't need that, because it just comes easy to him. And also, on the other hand, as far as the positive goes, Ba'av HaShem Bilibahim. And he has love of HaShem in his heart. The bikima mitzvah is to cleave to him by observing the Mitzvahs. And... First of all, doing the mitzvahs, you cleave by doing each mitzvah, and the learning Torah, which is equal to all the mitzvah, he sits and learns all day, and he connects to Hashem that way. And it doesn't take him a big effort in his mind to have to uh, create that love to Hashem because it comes naturally. It's in, it's in, it's it's something that comes to the him It's sufficient to him in order to. Uh, reach that, he doesn't have to meditate to create that love, but he's sufficient in Ba'aba is that hidden love, I should believe Yisrael, which is in the heart of all yin Shenikru, because they are called in until Sabachtes, Lamed the Posse calls them they love Hashem's name, every Yid loves Hashem, before he said, the posseg, I uh, have Yishmecha, so the difference between this person and the Vayneri who is an Oive the and this one is Levod, the in order to overcome and to stay on track in the service to Hashem, needs to meditate and needs to employed the Amishness help that helps his Nefeshah Likis in order for him to be able to win the battle of the Nefeshah Bahamis against the Nefeshah Bahamis. But this person, he has that natural love in himself and he doesn't have, he's a cool, cold-blooded person to begin with and therefore he doesn't have a lot of these battles. It is easy for him to be able to overcome the Nefeshah Bahamis. And that's why he's not called a servant at all. He's not an evidently king. Because, because it comes out that the basis for his being able is that hidden love that he has in his heart that is sufficient to keep him going. And that's not called his service; That is given to him from above. For this hidden love through which he... Which motivates him to uh, fulfill the Torah Mitzvahs. That is not his act. It's not his service. Elohi That hidden love is an inheritance. May from our fathers. The Klaal Yisrael to all Jews. Like will be explained later on in Perikut Ches, Yutes, and Mandalit. Over there we will see that how this love that is an inheritance from our Fathers is um, is by every by every Jew, but nevertheless, what do we see from here? Uh, this person, his motivation, his ability to continue to service Hashem, to remain uh, steadfast, uh, and to do what's necessary, isn't based on his service. It's based on a gift from God. That's why it's called it This would be a person who to begin with finds it easy, but we also find a loyavodai after battles a person who did have to struggle and a beynuni who did have to battle, and then he reached a level after his battles, that he got used to battling, he got used to that, so at a certain point he no longer has to battle uh, he too, when he reaches that point, uh, he no longer has to serve Hashem. He's not considered an oivadelikim in the sense that he has to struggle because he's already gotten used to it. So he too would be considered in the second category at that point. Vachain, likewise, the alternative continues, one who is not. Diligent in his studies naturally but it's only that he gotten himself used lil made de to learn with great diligence and this uh, that he's become accustomed to used to became like a second nature him. so after the person reaches that level. Uh, that he's become naturally he's sort of changed around his uh, physical nature, his natural nature he he created a second nature to himself, it was a nurture that he changed around so for that person at that point in time, his then it's sufficient for him then that hidden love is sufficient to continue to do his learning without having to employ the special to help his nefesh overcome nefesh is because now it's no longer a struggle. The only time he would have to unless he wishes to study more than what he's accustomed to. So now already the battle begins because he created the second nature in order to achieve the level that he's at, but now that he wants to go more than he's accustomed to, now he has to once again employ a higher level of uh, battle, now he has to get involved, now he's going to become again an Ovid al somebody who has to battle, as we will see uh, in the following uh, lines of the Tanya.